0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 29th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any thoughts or ideas in this podcast. All right, well, let's go straight away to the scores on the doors and a slightly positive finish. To the US. It was a little bit quiet in equities, still uh, a lot of people coming back from that long weekend over Thanksgiving, but it wasn't quiet in the bond markets. And we have seen bond yields falling again substantially in the US 10 years down five basis points, 4.332. But the real action was in the US two year down a 4.743, down 14. basis points, the Aussie 10 4.45, I think it would be remiss of me not to mention this pretty early on in the podcast, Vale to Charlie Munger, who has died at age 99, nearly got to the centenary of his birth, but uh, unfortunately sadly he passed away peacefully in his sleep, so uh, Vale, Charlie, uh, a great influence on our investing world and obviously a great influence on uh, Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway so Hats off to Charlie. Well done, mate. 99, but unfortunately couldn't quite get to the 100. But uh, nonetheless, a life well lived. All right, we're looking at the US markets, as I say, a slightly positive end to the US markets. Dow Jones up 84 points or 0.24%, 35,417, had a high of 185 points up and a low of 26 points down. NASDAQ up 0.29 percent, 41 points, 14,282. The S&P 500, unfortunately, no middle for diddle for that one. A little bit of underperformance there, point 0.1% of a percent higher, four points, 4555. The VIX looks like it was unchanged on the day, according to my numbers, and the Russell 2000 down 0.4 of a percent, eight points to 1793. Over in Europe. Nothing shaking but the trees, really. Stock 600 down 0.3. FTSE down 0.07. A James Bond, Germany up 0.16. And France down 0.21. So nothing very exciting there. Nothing very exciting in Asian markets yesterday either. A little bit mixed, although Hong Kong did fall 1%. Japan down 0.2. China up 0.2 of a percent. The US certainly was uh, affected last night by the Fed heads, which are now allowed to be out and about following their blackout period. And we did see Federal Governor Christine, uh, Christopher Waller had uh, expressed confidence that the policy is currently well positioned to slow the economy and bring inflation back to 2%. Uh, the uh, Fed heads also out and about as well uh, in coming days. Boeing lifting the Dow, adding 1.4%. Nike and Walmart also doing well up 0. 07 and 1.2% respectively, uh, but those U.S. yields uh, dipping uh, certainly was uh, the story of the day, I guess, if there was a story of the day. Uh, we did see consumer confidence improving in November, although most will expect a recession ahead. Still haven't seen it, though. Conference board's index rose to 102 for the month, higher than the downwardly revised 99.1 in October. In terms of U.S. stocks last night, NVIDIA down 0.9, AMD down 0.5. Netflix unchanged, Meta up 1.4, Tesla up 4.5, on the verge of releasing the first production of its Cybertruck, I have to say, probably the ugliest thing I've ever seen, I don't know anybody in their right mind would buy one, but there you go, Alphabetty Spaghetti up 0.4, Amazon down 0.5, Microsoft up 1.1, Apple up 0.3, US banks uh, a little bit mixed, we had Bank of America unchanged, Wells Fargo up 0.9, Goldman's. Unchanged. Morgan Stanley down 1.3. City down 0.4 of a percent. CBA following on from yesterday's rise up 1.6 percent. Resmed up 2.2 percent overseas. UBS up 0.8. Barclays pretty much unchanged and Deutsche up 0.34 of a percent. Turning to commodities ahead of the OPEC meeting uh, that we have this week on Thursday, I think it is Brent crude up two percent, one dollar fifty-seven, eighty-one sixty-one. The WTI price up $1.63, 2.2%, $75.99. Gold price rocketing ahead. US dollar weaker. That is certainly to blame for the uh, gold price heading higher. 2041.4 up $27.10, 1.35%. Interestingly, Newmont had a very, very big night in the US, up 6.4%. Newmont, a stock that we talked about in the newsletter yesterday, as due for a re racing now that the merger is complete. Looks as if the market is already starting to do that, so that is certainly of interest. BHP was up half a percent in ADRs. Rio up half a percent in ADRs. Glencore up 0.3. Freeport-McMoran up 1.8. Vale up 0.6. Albemarle up 2.7%. Sigma Lithium up 4.9. SQM up 0.8. And US. And European oil stocks slightly positive, Chevron up 0.7 and Shell up 0.4 of a percent. As far as our market goes, uh, we have of course uh, that news about Charlie Munger. Uh, We've had some numbers out this morning from Fisher and Paykel, their healthcare business revenue jumped 16% for the six-month ended 30th of September. Uh, Net profit after tax for the first half was 107.3 million, which was a 12% increase. So uh, some good news there for Fischel and Paykel. We also have today uh, annual general meetings with uh, EML Payments, Emaco, Harvey Norman, Linus, Sandfire, Temple and Webster, and a few trading ex-dividends, GrainCorp, Infantreal, Liberty Financial, and Newmont, all trading ex-dividends. So the big push in Newmont last night, uh, ahead of that dividend. So uh, that is of interest there. Uh, the uh, Santa Rally, is it going to come? That, of course, is the big question on a lot of people's lips, although volumes have dropped considerably, and a lot of instos have pulled the pin already and are closing up shop and not making too many big bets. But the market certainly has a bias to the upside. As far as other news out this morning, Collins Foods downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. Target increased there to $12.50 from 11 bucks. Street uh, people in has been downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA, that's PPE. Target, cri- target cut there to $1.65 uh, to $3, um, which is a um, 21% upside from the current price. Integral Diagnostics has reported full year-to-date revenue up 9%. Uh, organic revenue growth in Australia up 93 New Zealand up 57 Temple and Webster has issued a trading update. Its AGM has reaffirmed its FY24 EBITDA margin guidance. Uh, sales from July 1 to November 27 up 23% year on year. There you go. Black Friday, Cyber Monday trading period continues to grow in importance as customers bring their Christmas shopping forward. I think that's certainly a, a big theme this year. The four day period delivered $17.4 million in sales which was up 101% year on year. Annual sales now of a billion plus within three to five years is the target. Deep Yellow has upgraded Tumas 3MRE, that's the mineral resource estimate, to 100.5 million tonnes, at 300 parts per million uranium. Uh, further drilling is planned to the west of Tumas 3. Uh, Link administration holdings resumed neutral at Macquarie. Uh, target there 25. Talga has completed its oversubscribed SPP, raising 19 million bucks. It had a target of 15 million, had strong shareholder support. Remelius has reaffirmed its FY24 gold production guidance of 250 to 275,000 ounces at an all-in sustaining cost of Aussie 1,550 to 1,750 in its presentation maintaining the guidance there. Uh, Westgold has repeated it's on track to meet its FY24 guidance. Everyone's on track to meet their FY24 guidance. Uh, IDP has been upgraded to a buy from a hold at Bell Potter. Target increased to 27 bucks from 26.70. Uh, We've also got uh, Aurora Biosurgery has been transferred to a buy at Bell Potter. The target price there cut to $1.15 from $1.45 and we are seeing as well other news out this morning. More news from the Brookfield Origin bid at the moment. Uh, Brookfield has told potential co-investors that it could bring Origin Energy back to the stock exchange in as little as five years. So uh, this is uh, another interesting development. More on that in the AFR. Of course the bid is likely to get voted down uh, next week. Uh, at least Plan A is likely to get voted down next week. Well, that's it about Format Me today. Uh, just a reminder that I'm on Osby's today on the call, uh, talking ten stocks. Uh, those ten stocks are going to be uh, Hastings. We're talking three ETFs as well: one on India, one on the uh, top uh, X hundred stocks, and we also got a hybrid ETF in there as well as long as as well as Blackstone. Alchem, uh, Boss Energy, Sonic, and S2R, which is not one that I've ever heard of. And also uh, today I am doing a little bit of a chat with Livewire and talking about some of the weird and wonderful things that could happen in 2024. Certainly this year has been a weird and wonderful year. I don't think there's anybody at the beginning of this year that would have predicted that it would be a high-risk, high-reward year. And that uh, the biggest gainers this year, the bigger asset classes that have gone very well is um, Bitcoin, the Magnificent Seven, NASDAQ, gold, all done very well. Many people were expecting a pretty tough year for risk assets as recession, hard landings, rate rises, etc. Bit. But uh, Bitcoin, Magnificent Seven, big standouts this year. Even ARK ETF doing very well. And who would have thought that being short volatility with the VIX at around 12 would be one of the winning trades this year. That would have made you an awful lot of money had you put on that trade, which is not the easiest trade in the world to put on. However, be that as it may. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.